Mike Schreiner is the leader of Ontario's Green Party, an old friend of the show, because he's here frequently as a pundit on our roundtables. And he joins us right now to talk about a couple of issues. Good morning, Mike Schreiner. Hey, good morning, John. It's always a pleasure to be on. I know the occasion of your appearance this morning is to talk about the Greenbelt, and we'll get there, but I wanted to take advantage of having you here. Jennifer McKelvey, the Deputy Mayor of Toronto, was suggesting earlier on our show that the Premier has to kind of, you know, start muscling in on everything that is going wrong with the Eglinton Crosstown. Uh, do you think that that is a reasonable proposition, that it's time for the Premier to, you know, get all parties to Queen's Park and say, you guys got to figure this out. Yeah, I think it is, especially given the role that Metrolinx and Infrastructure Ontario uh, play in this as provincial agencies. I mean, this whole thing is a hot mess. And we need the premier and the transportation minister to really step up and be honest with and transparent with people about, you know, what's the cause of the delay? You know, what's the current state of the negotiations around the delay? There's been some criticism directed to the provincial government that it's taken too much of a hands-off approach. Is that true or not? We need to know. And we need a clear plan of how the government's going to push this project across the finish line and complete it. Uh, and then once all that's done, I think we're going to have to have a retrospective look at what went wrong with this project, what went wrong, you know, is it related to things that went wrong with the LRT in Ottawa? Uh, because given the amount of money we, we need to invest in transit, we can't continue to have these kinds of um contractual challenges and just over budget, not on time transit projects. Okay, so let's talk about the green belt. You're introducing, and this is exclusive because uh, the fine print doesn't come out for a, a little while, but you're introducing legislation about the green belt. What direction are you taking that in? Well, basically, we have to protect the green belt. So I'll be introducing three bills uh, later today. And if they pass, uh, we'll essentially protect the green belt from land being taken out of it, protect it from being paved over with new 400 series highway constructions, and protect it from uh, new pits and quarries being developed in the green belt. And you know what? The bottom line, John, is that the premier has explicitly promised over and over again that he would keep his hands off the greenbelt, not develop it. Uh, and now he's broken that promise and people are angry. They want the premier to keep his promise because this is the farmland that feeds us and contributes $50 billion of the food and farming sector to the provincial economy. And it's the um, wetlands, grasslands and forests that clean our drinking water, protect us from flooding and pr provide great places for families to you know, get out into nature for their own mental and physical well-being. Okay, so I don't want to speak on his behalf, but I listened to uh, Jerry Agar, as I'm sure you do from time to time as well. Some of the arguments I expect he'll marshal later on this morning will include the promise that the government's actually designating more land greenbelt than it is taking out of the greenbelt. Now, I have my own arguments about that, but I'll let you argue the case. Well, first of all, it's just ridiculous to say that, oh, somehow we're going to transfer prime farmland that's being taken out of the green belt and transferred over to an already protected urban river valley. It just makes absolutely no sense. Uh, and quite frankly, John, you know, the argument the premier is making is we're in a housing crisis and we are absolutely in a housing crisis, but there's already 88,000 acres approved for housing development, greenfield housing development outside of the green belt 
The government's own hand-picked housing affordability task force has said we don't need to open the green belt to build homes. We've had professional planners put forward studies showing we have enough land already approved for development to build 2 million homes, which was 500,000 more than the goal of 1.5 million homes. So this is not about solving the housing crisis. This is about a handful of wealthy speculators cashing in, and the rest of us are going to pay the price for that because the cost of servicing low-density sprawl is two and a half times more than the cost of actually building within our existing urban areas. Okay, another argument that people often level is, well, you know, a lot of this designated greenbelt land abuts stuff that has been developed, which I think is a false argument, but again, I'll let you speak to it. Well, it's a totally false argument. For, for one, uh, protecting uh, wetlands and forested and grasslands near existing urban boundaries is vital to protecting those existing homes from flooding, which is one of the biggest risks we face uh, from uh, the climate crisis. And two, I challenge anyone to go out and spend some time, let's say, in the Duffin Rouge Agricultural Preserve, which is some of the best farmland in all of North America. And the food and farming sector contributes $50 billion to the province's economy. And if you think of the food inflation we're, we're seeing at the grocery store shelves, if there was ever a time to protect our local sources of food and our food security, now is the time to do it. And this premier is proposing to pave over that farmland. It, it doesn't make sense economically, financially, or environmentally. So the direction of the motion you're going to introduce is to get the government to reverse the opening of the, the green belt? Yeah, it's, uh, I have a, a bill that will be, you know, keep your hands off the green belt that'll essentially say uh, no land swaps, land swaps and make it retroactive to when the regulations were proposed to open the green belt for development. Okay. Um, and, you know, not to rain on your parade, but you, you must know this is, this is doomed. Well, you know what? You never know, John. It, it's tough to get a bill like this passed, but there is so much public anger out there. I mean, I was just out uh, in Durham region uh, over the weekend talking with people and all the hamlets within the Duffin Rouge Ag Preserve, which conservative area of the province, have signs telling the premier to keep his hands off the greenbelt. And there's a lot of angry people out there. Thank you, sir. Good to have you. Hey, anytime, John. Mike Schreiner is the leader of Ontario's Green Party.